0: See the text message my little sister Chalene sent
1: me last night? Here, here it is. OMG, Kevin Nash, WTF, thought he was dead, LOL.
0: Alright everybody, welcome to the Comic Wrestling Podcast. This is the Wrestling Ring. I'm Deadly Dave. I'm Ace Williams! And joining us once again... Marcadius. Marcadius. (laughs) Marcadius. Seems to be a, I'm kind of getting sick of seeing him, just kidding, just kidding. Ah, I could look at him for quite a while, <laughs> I could look at him for quite some time. That's well, a nice shirt you got course. on there, man. Thanks, yeah. No problem, I like mine. Too. Mine is as well. <laughs> I didn't get one, but. Well, uh-huh. what did you get? I'm repping the man scout Jake
1: Manning, so. You know. He's won like one match ever, and it's amazing. <laughs> what, look, give a little context of, you know, this is a Boston Comic Con shirt that I got myself. That's a bossy Comic Con shirt that I got him.
0: And this guy over here is complaining he didn't get a shirt, but let's see what he got. I, I got me an autograph of Corey Feldman. Let me see if on I can, my on Sandman slash Ninja Turtles piece of artwork. Man, it's quite the glare.
1: <laughs> but there's Sandman up there with an autograph. There's a Donatello over here with whose autograph? Corey Feldman, Corey. the original voice of Donatello. The original for the first movie and the third. I don't know why I didn't come back for the second. <laughs> but who knows? He might have been drugged out at that point. Yeah, well, I think he was for all of them. Drugs. But, hey, man, that's all right.
0: <laughs> but you had a cool experience.
1: I meeting did. Him, so. He was very nice. Oh, you normally ask me if there's wrestlers at these conventions, and I said no. I was bombing around, and no, just, the most random fucking diva I would ever imagine at a comic book convention. Take a guess. Just take one shot. Candice Michelle. Take one shot. Oh, God. Not God. Melina. Melina Melina was there that's really fucking weird it was she wasn't even <laughs> sitting like where not that it, she should be where the celebrities are but I'm, I just was walking by and I saw a guy wearing a bullet club shirt and I was wearing my bullet club shirt and I'm like where the fuck is this guy over here so I turn and look and it's, it's just a guy meeting Melina I'm like ah! Oh! and then that's all I did and I just <laughs> walked on by and my buddy Mike he goes that's the chick that did the
0: splits I'm like yeah and he's like who hasn't been relevant in years. Ever, you know. right. But hey, good for her, I guess. I don't know. But I know you've got something that you want to mention. Yeah,
1: before we get going, I got this at Boston Comic Con.
0: <laughs> in your face.
1: It is the 80 Years of Batman poster. Uh, I got a, a bag with it, so it's. I don't really care if I have this. But, since we love our fans, if you're out there... I am going to be giving you away, giving away this poster that you could only get at Boston Comic-Con 2019. The only way you could get it was there, and I got it, and it's here, and it could be in your hands if... What do we want to do, Dave? How do we want to do this? You
0: know what? I think they should comment something that they want us to cover a good subject for us to cover on the podcast. Very good, exactly. Either
1: podcast. And it could, you could throw whatever ideas for the comic shop, for the wrestling ring, whatever you guys want us to talk about. And if there's multiple people that are throwing ideas out there, the I whatever topic we pick, that'll be the person that gets this. Okay, I like it. Sound good? Yeah. You could win this! <laughs> you could get this for free! I want it. You know... No. You're you're associates the, you're are. Part, you're part of the show now. It's right. Work oh, yeah. Associates don't get to be in on the giveaways. Sorry, Mark. You Here I come. If you quit the show right now, you are still not in the runnings for this. You're just an asshole. <laughs> um, but yes, that is just a little uh, thank you to the people that do follow us and that do listen to us. Nick Phillips, you are not obligated. You cannot get this, Nick. You can't get this. You are out of the running as well, Nick Phillips. You are out.
0: Yeah, family, your, family and friends, just know.
1: If your brother tries for it, it's all about Billy. He can get it. <laughs> but you cannot,
0: Nick. I must say that right now.
1: If you want it, you can pay for it. You can pay for it, Nick.
0: <laughs> so, Don't give him that option, because he'll find money somehow. You have to get a job and pay for this, Nick, <laughs> if you want this. Then, then again, that might not happen. So. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, And one more quick thing. We did it on the last one. We are proudly sponsored, not being paid or anything by (laughs) them, so... So not really sponsored, but... But! I I can't see it. (laughs) (laughs) The Argyle Brewing Company, our friends, my friends, Mark's new friends... Uh, Yep, very nice. Maybe you can see it here. Yes. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Uh, They're a little bit everywhere. They got great beers. I enjoy their beers, Mark. Very good beer. Very good beer. There you go. So, thank you guys for letting us uh, promote you on our show, and thanks for taking my flyer that I gave you today and putting it up in your store. That really means a lot. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. Cool
0: dude.
1: I don't drink, but, you know. (laughs) Easy good. Wait a minute. How do they say it on Something to Wrestle With? One for the common man.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, back over to the deadly one. All right. So... The big news that's out right now, people are already calling it the Wednesday Night Wars and it's not even fucking happening yet. WWE is trying to do a preemptive strike on AEW by announcing that starting September 18th from 8 to 10 on USA, NXT will be debuting live on USA.
1: See, I don't know how I feel about that. Because I feel like since NXT was on the network and Vince didn't really have to... Microscope that one because it's just hey it's on the network this isn't really uh blah, blah, blah. Now, I feel since it's gonna be on TV he's gonna have he's gonna hand. have his fucking hands in that yep. cookie jar and it's just completely gonna tarnish what NXT has been
0: I mean it's great for those performers to be on national TV exactly you know? but it yeah like you said it just it's gonna water down the product. It really is. Yep. You had that that factor of oh, it's only on the network and it's kind of underground and right. And if you don't get the the
1: network, then you're missing out on this. Now that yep. it's gonna be on TV, it's like, huh, okay. You're really gonna go hard with it and yep. really, like you said, water it down. Um, you're definitely not gonna, in my honest opinion, you're not gonna see these NXT guys get called up to the main rosters now. Yeah. Because now you are a main roster.
0: Yep. Which and, and also, it's going to draw more attention to AEW, whether they like it or not, because people are going to wonder, why are they bringing up NXT? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, they're going to go online and they're going to find out that, oh, AEW is also on Wednesdays and that's why, you know, yep. NXT was brought up. Yep. You know, it, it. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot with it on many aspects by bringing it up to it's TV. so soon. Let NXT play out what it is. Get a feel for it. And if you feel like you need to
1: have competition... Put SmackDown on Wednesdays. Put may you can't do Raw, because that's a staple. But I just feel like that the magic of NXT is going to deplete.
0: Yep. And it's going to so, be more storyline based than it was before. Yeah. And it's going to start. I don't want to say goofy, but they might they go the No Way Jose route. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? And yeah. It's really I don't just try to. A, I don't, yeah. All in all, I don't think it's a good thing for them. I, really I don't, don't, don't either. But I mean. I'm excited for AEW. Their, their next pay-per-view, All Out, is August 31st. But I thought they went All In. They didn't. No, I guess they're going to say And then they went out. Double or Nothing. Now they're going All Out. Jesus, what <laughs> other gambling references are we going to say? Full hand? But unfortunately for them, Jon Moxley has MRSA in his elbow and is not going to be able to wrestle Kenny Omega like was advertised. Yeah, I saw
1: somebody was... Pissed off about that.
0: So that's that, that's unfortunate, but
1: I did also see, and these are all rumor mills, especially when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. Um, that WWE is trying to get him back for the Royal Rumble this upcoming year. It's like I, I'm done with Dean Ambrose. Yep. I've yet to really see John Moxley, so just let it. Like you don't need to buy up the whole fucking amusement park to say, look at all the events we have! It's like, no, you just stay in your own little nook, and I'll go ride the carousel, I'll come over and ride the fucking zipper. I don't need to know everybody's underneath one big umbrella. It's,
0: and if you've listened to the interviews metaphor. that he's done since, <laughs> he he was bur- so burnt out, I don't even think he'll want to go back. No, he, especially he, this soon. He didn't like the structure of the company, the way they, you know, the writers would come up to you with scripts and shit. He didn't like that at all, so... I think he likes having the freedom, you know.
1: Yeah, and I as listening to a lot of um, the JR podcast lately about how like I just listened to the one of uh, the draft from two thousand and eight. Yeah, where you got went to SmackDown? Yep. And he was talking about working with Mick Foley and uh, Conrad's asking him like, "Oh, why? You know, what happened to Mick Foley being an announcer and this, this, and that?" and JR's like, Mick did great. You know, he knows what he's saying, he goes, he just couldn't take the stress of Vince yelling in his ear, say it, you son of a bitch! Like, yep. say this! It's like, holy cow, man. Like, Vince, why don't you just run the whole fucking thing? Yep. Um. So, yeah, I could only imagine on a grander scale, other than being a commentator, you're so linear-based of what you can do unless the writers... And then Vince gets the final say of what you're going to do. Like, it's just...
0: And like, and, like, NXT, you got Mauro Rodalo, who is so over the top. So over you the know, fucking top. It's if Vince is nuts. in his ear, and he's got, like, he's bipolar and shit. Mama mia! You know, so, like, if Vince is in his ear giving him shit, he'll fucking quit. Because he was ready to quit with the whole JBL shit, you know, so... Because, like, he was being bullied by JBL and was stuff. Was really? But JBL didn't know he was bipolar and stuff, and he was really, like... Well, they would call it ribbing, but, I mean, I guess he was really being relentless with stuff, ribbing him, and he his issues cropped up, and I guess he, like, fought back and with JBL and stuff, so. What does bipolar have to do with ribbing somebody? Well, I guess it, like, triggered his bipolar issues, and he, like, he almost basically quit because of it, so.
1: Hmm. I'm not a doctor, but that doesn't sound right to me. Bipolar isn't a PTSD. So I don't know how you would trigger that. Bipolar is just snap your own moment. Nothing triggers it. You just become it. So fuck that. Story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um I he, he drives me nuts anyways. Yeah, it, it does get over the top. The mamma mia shit. Yeah. I'm I'm Italian and I'm offended by that.
0: You're fucking not Italian. I'm not Italian, but I love spaghetti, man. Does Mario say Mamma Mia? Mario who? Super Mario. When?
1: (laughs) Mamma Mia! When the fuck does Mario ever say Mamma Mia? I swear he does. He's like, oh, like, uh, Mario! That's all he says, isn't it? You got Luigi saying... I don't know. Mario, where are you?
0: Yep. I don't know that off the rails, <laughs> <laughs> mamma mia. <laughs> um, but that's that's all I pretty much got for that. I mean, I'm excited for AEW. I'm excited to see what they do with it and where you know if they change it any because I really do think they need to get away from a lot of the indie shit. But.
1: I think Chris Jericho needs to be the champ forever. <laughs> this just my honest opinion. What do you think? I you have no
0: fucking clue what we're talking. What about. do you
1: think? No. All these. Alphabets, companies, WWE, ECW, TNA, WCW, NWA, AWA, WCCW—they're all acronyms. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think AEW stands for? I'll give you one word out of it. War. Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> so you got A and the E to the wrestling. Oh, man, this is gonna be fun. This is words <laughs> with friends.
0: <laughs> uh. American Eastern wrestling? Yes! You got it! I <laughs> didn't oh, yeah, get it. All elite. Oh.
1: All elite wrestling. That was fun. That was good.
0: <laughs> Alright, back to the script. So, <laughs> so we're going with a, a subject that you actually suggested. Storylines and... Okay, wait a minute, do I... Do I suggested it? I won? <laughs> Oh shit! I'm. It's you already have it. So I'm ex- kind of not. Sure, yeah, it's included, already yours, and I'm excluded from it. <laughs> shit. The storylines and characters that kind of got dropped for really no reason and no real explanation. It's wrestling, damn it! There doesn't need to be an explanation, damn it! <laughs> that's Vince. Vince made appearance. So for the first one, one that's kind of recent, when Shane McMahon came back in 2016, he mentioned a lockbox that he had. With information on Vince, I don't even recall this, <laughs> and that led to the the Hell in a Cell match with the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Okay, see, I I remember the match, right? But I don't remember any of the story built up to it. And then and then right after the match, like Shane ran Raw for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and then Vince said, "Well, the lockbox is now mine, and we're never going to talk about it again." And it was kind of the basis for the whole fucking storyline, so it seems kind of stupid that you just dropped it for no reason. Wow, I really don't recall that at all. Shows you how much it, of an it impact it had. an it, impact yeah. it had, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you looking at me for? Like? <laughs> I just think it's funny that you just you have no recollection None. of it whatsoever. None. One that you might remember is I don't. From the attitude there. Nope. Is GTV. I don't. You really don't remember GTV at all? Unless they, I'm watching a segment, no, I can't. It used to it. do, like, black and white, like, security camera footage of just. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it had. Yeah, I do uh Al that. Snow picking his nose and just. Just you know, random shit. Valvinus stuffing his tights. Why would he do that? He's the big Valboski. Exactly. I don't get it, though. <laughs> um, Valvinus and Big Show at a urinal, and, like, Valvinus looks over and he ca- says, Oh, so they call you the Big Show? I remember or, you know that, I do. Um, draws puking in D bag. <laughs> You I don't know? remember that. Um,
1: was, the, was the Xbox
0: shitting in somebody's food? No, that wasn't on there. <laughs> but um, Jericho says it was supposed to be Tom Green behind it because it was kind of a comedy thing. And kind of like underground. Yeah, humor. but I, I don't see that happening at all. I don't I see a man have... getting that kind of humor and being anywhere close to okaying that.
1: See, it's so hard for me to, to think that because you've got... He's gonna puke! He's, like, you got that. You got a guy that wanted to have a storyline about him fucking his own daughter, but he's so out of whack with who Tom Green was in the 90s. Like, I could totally Mm. see that. I totally see Tom Green. Maybe not the Vince aspect. I could see Russo getting it. Bro, you gotta get Tom in there, bro. (laughs) He's got a movie out. He's got his own show out. He's the funniest Canadian besides Carrie, bro. That's
0: Vince Russo. You do better impressions than Bruce Pritchard, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a compliment.
1: I love Bruce <laughs> Pritchard's pr- or, uh, impersonations, except for that cornet one. And even JR does the cornet, like, you fucking son of a bitch! It's like, he's southern! Where is that? <laughs>
0: yep.
1: Like, where's the southern accent?
0: Like,. <laughs> Most people, though, thought it was gold dust behind it, with GTV and him being around okay. in the Attitude And Era. being a movie... Yep. They Character. they did that stuff for about almost two years, and then it just, it was gone, and no explanation at all. Okay, I don't know if you have it written down there, but, I mean, it's not a storyline
1: that didn't go anywhere, but it was one of those storylines that, okay, there's something here, and yeah. then it just... With the Vince McMahon being the higher power. Yep. Never in my life, unless I heard that podcast from Pritchard, him saying it was supposed to be Christopher Daniels.
0: Yep. And, like, well, at I, one point, they somebody said Jake Roberts was going to be the higher power. I could 1. see 2. that because of
1: the religious
0: part. Yep. But Christopher Daniels? Like, yeah. That's
1: not even a guy that I knew was even around in the 90s. Like, that would have been, you know who we need that would be higher than Vince McMahon and nobody would see it coming? The
0: fallen fucking angel. <laughs> who? And, like, like, Jake, I could understand because he had that association with The Undertaker in the early 90s. You know, the Cobra on, you know, The Ultimate oh, Warrior, Warrior and all Warrior. that stuff. And, you know, well. That's weird. But, and also, you had all those backstage things where it was, like, embarrassing all the wrestlers and stuff. Wouldn't they, like, be like, well, we gotta find out who's behind this and kick their ass, right, you know? like, it Right, right. Really weird that you went with it for so long and, and you nobody never... really cared. Yeah, it, it, it seems kind of stupid to that me. Is, but... That is weird. Um, the fake Kane versus the the original Kane. They used the word imposter. Well, because yeah, he, he was real. real. You can't say fake in the wrestling. Well, world. he was I'm real. Like, yeah. I saw him there. <laughs> he just wasn't the right one. I I I I thought it was actually a cool storyline. I, I did mean, too. You had the guy come out with the original music, all the original, you know. He even had the full, the full sleeve at you know? first. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 I wish to hide the tattoo we did. Yeah, it. But I, it still was cool. Yeah, they just they they had the one match and the, the imposter cane won a and vengeance. Then you just did nothing. Yep.
1: It that was that was a better imposter storyline than the Undertaker vs Undertaker. Oh yeah. Yep. There was no I watched that recently, and I'm like, oh, good. What <laughs> the fuck were they thinking?
0: But I think it was at a time where you really needed to expand Kane's character anyways. And I Wasn't think that, that was coming like, off of, like, the
1: heels of, like, his movie, the yeah, May 19th Ceno concept? Weaver. Yeah, because yeah, they ran with that May 19th thing forever. He was coming out with the hook. He was coming out terrorizing Rob Conway. Yep. And then just, just you know what? We need to take imposter Kane and make him a Fucking handicapped guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It was Festus, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. Oh! That's so much better than
0: Kane. Oh! I don't know. All right. uh, One person that, uh, not, you know, storyline, but Zach Gowen. Why? Is that what you're going with? Like, why or why? Yeah, I I just, you did so much with him. He was a huge storyline with Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon and... Brock Lesnar, yeah, you used him to build up Brock Lesnar, and then he was gone, like, I think he was such a good human interest story, you could have used him for PR and for charity and all that stuff to yep. bring awareness to stuff, and you just dropped that character for no reason.
1: He got the shit killed out of him, though. I mean, I'm not saying that's why he's out, but he fucking,
0: Lesnar beat the piss out oh, yeah, of him. Oh, yeah, threw him man. against the ring post and all that stuff. Killing him, killing yep. him. But I just, I, I never understood why they dropped, you know, you gave him a big contract and all that, and then you just dropped it for no reason. Well, it always made me think, like, the Zach Gowen, like, the,
1: that true underdog. Not the Rey Mysterio because he's little. No, the motherfucker can wrestle. If you can wrestle at any degree, you're not an underdog. It's not like, oh, this guy was just pulled off the streets and he's got to wrestle, uh, fucking Kurt Angle. He's the underdog. He has no skill. So when I think Underdog, I think of someone like Zach Gowen. I think of someone like Colin Delaney. Yep. So, and that's where I'm going with Colin Delaney. i like, why? What did you pull him in for? Yeah, he fit in the ECW spotlight. Like, he doesn't look the part, but he kind of is. Yep. Why did you team him up with Dreamer for so long just to have him turn his back on Dreamer? Hey! 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 <laughs> Fucking Roseanne. Rose exactly. <laughs> um... Just to have him turn his back on Dreamer and just to
0: have him fucking fall away as a nobody. Like, wh- why? What, what was the point of him? Yep. And Zach Allen is a true underdog. He's a one-legged fucking wrestler. He didn't even have his prosthetic leg on when he was wrestling. He hopped around on one fucking leg for his match. This is he how he wrestled. He could do a moonsault off the top rope off of one leg. He would do a drop kick with one leg. He was amazing. The stuff that he could do. Was he to do a drop he kick. Have a prosthetic. He did. He'd wear it down. Would he the take it, it the off. The ring, would take like, it off and uh, wrestle. With you want one to see how leg. he did a drop kick? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! He would actually drop kick and fl- do a flip with. The- it was. It's. A- he was an amazing athlete. He still does stuff on the indies. I think he Is did he really? stuff with TNA for a while. Oh no shit! But it just. I. I don't understand why you huh. would give him that contract and then just a few months and then he's gone. Yeah, it's got to be PR just to look good. Be like, "Oh, we don't discriminate. Like we can have cripples." Yeah, but and I, then here's I mean, Eugene. I can understand if you if you if you didn't get the publicity you thought you were going to get off of that, but it was such a compelling character. There was a lot you could do. Oh yeah. No. And look how far they went with the Katie Vick shit. Yeah. Which that's like that's not good PR any day of the week. And then you had Linda McMahon who ran for office and like, that would be the first thing I would come up with is Katie Vick. I'd be like showing that video of your son-in-law having sex with a, a mannequin and a, portrayed as a dead body with a fucking actual funeral going on in the, in room the other next room. Door. Yeah. Like,
1: What were you guys thinking? It's wrestling, damn it! It's good TV! It'll make me laugh! <laughs> like <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it is in Vince's head. Is if I enjoy it, oh, then fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: it's true though. Um, um, they all
1: play to an audience of one.
0: Yeah, and that's Vince. And and that's a shame because he he is so lost touch on everything. It's a
1: the only ball. thing I
0: am lost touch
1: on are my my balls. They're huge. His grapefruits. My grapefruits are dangling. My knees are
0: clanking against them. Does he have a wife? Linda! Yeah. My fucking wife! She's Linda. in Trump's administration right now. She's like small business administrator uh, or something. I don't or, think I've ever seen the wife. Yeah, well, he cheated on her all the time with the divas and shit, so... Yeah,
1: yeah but Eric, she kissed Eric Bischoff once. Yeah. So, fair play in my book. <laughs> Cheater's a cheater. <laughs> that was
0: against your will. That was rape, essentially. <laughs> One that I think they definitely could have capitalized on was... Owen Hart and Shawn Michaels after the Montreal screw job. Yeah. I don't really remember it well, too well. After at the Degeneration Generation X pay-per-view, which was the month after, Ken Shamrock wrestled Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels beat him, and then right after the match, Owen Hart in a hoodie, like with his face covered. Okay, you know I can I can envision. He knocks Shawn Michaels off the apron into the announce table and starts beating beat up him. beating him up. And then the next week, they don't mention it. Nothing. Really? Yeah. And then he goes into that program with Triple H. Like, I get that he's against somebody in DX. But you could have kept the, oh, you attacked my friend? Well, I'll get you. Like, yeah. Triple H could have had that edge against him. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you, you could at least done a month of Owen Hart against Shawn Michaels. Oh, you, Oh yeah. It, it just, for me, it was a total missed opportunity with, you know, and he had the buzz of, of Brett going to WCW and, you know... I can't. I'm dyslexic. (laughs) But just having, you know, you could have said Owen saying, you know, I could have went too, but I want to get revenge on you. You know, it, it just seems
1: like. I feel like without knowing the details, I feel like that's a Vince ego thing of,
0: no, it sounded good at first, but fuck Brett. We're not going to push any of this. Yeah, it's, it seems like he has those moments where he just, you know, he gets in those m- moods where he's just like, nah, fuck it, we'll do something. Nah, you. you don't want to bark like a dog? <laughs> well, I'll fucking put a leash on you and drag you to the ring. And have <laughs> you bark like a dog. Let <laughs> that happen, Mark. Alright, so yeah. one that I thought had a lot of legs was Cesaro as a Paul Heyman guy. Mm-hmm. He had just won the Battle Royal at WrestleMania 30, he had a lot of momentum going for himself, and you put him with Paul Heyman. Yep. I mean, the Rybaxel thing worked for a long time, I thought, you know, and it just, not that Cesaro really needed somebody to talk for him. It just but gave him
1: that credential of like, oh shit, this guy's like a big-time player right now. Yep, and Punk had just left,
0: so Heyman had a lot of buzz to him, and, and you Cesaro know, Lesner...
1: was the king of swing at that point, yeah. right? So
0: yeah, he was pretty hot. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, Lesnar was still around and stuff, so it... I think it, it could have went somewhere, mm-hmm. and they dropped it way too soon. That's almost
1: anything other than uh, the bar with Cesaro. Yep. They really don't have an end game with that guy at all, other than knowing he can wrestle. So let's just kind of throw him around a little bit. Like I look at him as a modern version of uh, Steve Blackman. Yeah. Where it's like this guy's got all the talent. He can perform
0: with the best of the best. You just don't push him there. And like you saw with his stuff with Al Snow, like he could do comedy and be the straight and man, be the straight guy at the but, same but time. But he, he looked—you he, could see with his facial expressions that he was—he was having fun with it, but he was trying to maintain. You and know? especially when you
1: label a guy the lethal weapon, like show me it.
0: Yeah. Show me him be a weapon and be lethal. But nope, didn't get it. But I thought it would be—it could have been cool with like Heyman could have been like well, say what I'm saying, but say it in, you know... Your five languages, yes. you know? Like, and just have him do that and have it be annoying and just run with stuff like that, you know what yep. I mean? And and not hella kind of like Heyman did with Punk, not really talk for him, but just be there and be, be there. that, you know? Yep, the presence. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it worked for Curtis Axel. It, I, thought, I thought it really did. I don't know and, why they dropped that so yeah. fast. And I, even with Ripe Axel, I thought it was a really good dynamic with him being with them and everything. I thought that was just a great team. Even though I'm completely biased towards both of them, I just thought, what a great idea. You've got a
1: second-generation superstar, you've got Muscle Mountain, and then you got Paul Heyman. Like, How does that just not the Holy Trinity of what you're looking for in a little faction?
0: Well, they
1: said Fuck
0: it. <laughs> All right, 2007, Vince's limo exploding, and he pretty much died on air. And then, dun, 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 who really died in real fucking Chris life. Benoit. And then that... And, like, I get that you you didn't want to go back to that storyline at the time, but you definitely could have at some They point. did. They did. Not that specific way, but they went back to when he
1: was giving the money away. And he fell off the stage... That was supposed to be, like, not legitimately the follow-up to it, but the same concept of, well, if I'm
0: dead, I'm off TV. But then they didn't even, they didn't even explain that either. So, you know, I was actually going to mention that, but Mm -hmm. they didn't, you know, it it just, like, he he comes up with something and runs with it for a week, and it Mm -hmm. just, yeah. Like, the McMahon's Millions things went for a few weeks, but then... The stage is gonna collapse and everybody's and gonna I'm rush gonna to my side and, and I'm gonna yell, "Paul!" I can't feel my legs, which I was kind of fucked up too.
1: You know? mean, just all of it was just so badly done. Yeah, like you should have just had a guy with like a laser pointer and then Vince be like, had like a uh, you know a fake bullet underneath explode. <laughs> ah! oh God, I was shot.
0: Ah, <laughs> ah, oh, I wanna fuck my daughter. Ah. <laughs> Like, who doesn't want to fuck his daughter, really? I I want want to to fuck fuck his daughter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Shane's more of the daughter now, (laughs) because he's just a puss. So, like, Stephanie... (laughs) You know.
0: (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um, One that you might not remember, I actually didn't remember it until I was doing research for this. The Wyatts and the Brock Lesnar feud from 2016. Wow, I don't remember The that. Wyatt family eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then they had... He had a match at, I think, Fastlane. And then at Roadblock, it was they who, had... Wyatt and him? No, Lesnar had another match. I can't remember who it was mm-hmm. with. And then at Roadblock... I, yeah, it might have been. I really don't know, but that just sounds right. He might, Yeah, it might have been where he won the Universal title. That sounds right to me. And, uh... Then they had a handicap match with Harper and Bray Wyatt against Lesnar, and of course Lesnar won. And then they just dropped the whole thing. Huh. Like I, I think really you could have had Lesnar run through the entire family to get to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you but now he's a least got...
1: yeah
0: Yeah. I thought the entrance, at that, that was cool, but it, they're going to do it way too much. It was it's...
1: nothing I've never seen before. I've seen that entrance before yeah. as Bray Wyatt. Just, it's a little bit darker now.
0: And it's new music, and he's got the, you know... But it's the, the, the same song. Just, yeah. It's the
1: same song, it's just different different tempo and everything. Yeah. So it's like... Does he wrestle with the mask on?
0: Yeah. That's gonna get old quick. Yep, it really is. But I think Lesnar running through the Wyatt family, because Braun Strowman was with him at that point, and, too. Well, that's another kind of fucking fish on
1: out of water. Like, you had Braun Strowman with him as, like, the black sheep. And then, like, it was like a couple weeks through that, it was like, no, he's going to go become Braun Strowman now. Yep. It's like, why do you even need to have him be part of the Wyatt family? Because now there's no reference to it. There's no callbacks to it. Like, it just seems,
0: well, he's big and looks like he's inbred. Yeah. (laughs) But I think he would have been the perfect one for Lesnar to get through last before getting to Bray Wyatt. Just... Have them have a badass match where they're just beating the shit and out of each And then
1: when Lesnar and him are feuding, when it's just Braun Strowman on his own, it would be like, oh, well, look at what we've come back to. Full yep. circle deal. But yeah. I loved all that, though, with Strowman and, and uh, Lesnar. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I, as, as cheesy story. as
1: it was, he takes that big hook, throws it around the thing. I thought that was great. I, mean, I thought it was cheesy because it was like, no. <laughs> but it was like, yes.
0: Yep. This is why I watch wrestling. Yep. Um, one from 2011, Kevin Nash and CM Punk. They did a whole oh, series yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. promos where, you know, uh, Punk was just ro- running, Ru- running him down. Nash yeah. and Triple H down. You know, saying, oh, uh, oh, Nash is on TV. You know, I thought he was dead, LOL. You yep, know, the text yep. from his sister and stuff. And, you know, they were setting up for a match with the two. And then it magically turns to Triple H against Punk. And Punk. That was kind of like the Nash, not that it was a
1: storyline, but... It, I don't know why it couldn't have been one match, Big Show and Nash. The Royal Rumble, when they just stop in the the aisleway and they're staring each other down. It's like, cool. If you're not going anywhere with it, then I don't care that they just looked at each other. Because in my head, I know they've looked at each other in the back. Like, if you're not going to have a match at Elimination Chamber or whatever the fuck the pay-per-view would have been after that, then what does it matter if Nash and Big Show stared each other down? Yep. I mean, you could have had fucking Booker T and Big Show just stare each other down in that sense of like, well, they were in WCW together. There's history there. Like, yeah, but you're not going to capitalize
0: on it. What the fuck do I care? That's like the whole Shaquille O'Neal and Big Show stuff. You never really capitalized on that. And I could have. You did the Battle Royal where they like went face-to-face, but that could have been a huge... That could have been Mayweather-Big Show kind of <sighs> build-up. And way better. Yeah. Yep. I Cause, agree. Because... N- Shaquille O'Neal was actually a real fan. Like he, you mean Mayweather's I think, not. I don't think so. What do you mean Harry? <laughs> <laughs> but I think he would have. Shaquille O'Neal would have put the time in to really put a good match together. Yep. You know to actually be athletic and do a you know to make Big Show look strong. Not that Mayweather didn't, but it he was he got punked. It would have been a more susceptible loss to to Shaq. Than it
1: was to Mayweather. Because that only hurt Big Show after that. Because I am, as a fan, I'm like, yes, once he gets his hands on that little motherfucker, he's going to hurt him. And then you see Big Show get knocked out or whatever and lose. And I'm like, wow, you are not the Andre the Giant of my time anymore. Because if this happened, if that was Muhammad Ali and Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3, let's just say, Andre the Giant would have won. 100%. Because WWF had full investment that Andre the Giant... Was the real deal? Like, not saying, well, why didn't he beat Hogan then? Well, because Hogan was the
0: flagship. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna take the golden goose out. At you're that not. Point. Yeah. Where if Andre beat Muhammad Ali, that still gives Muhammad Ali
1: credentials as, like, well, did you see the size of the fucking yeah. guy? That guy's seven me foot out?
0: four and five hundred pounds. Yeah, right. You know?
1: I mean, it, it would have, it wouldn't hurt either one of them. Yep. Where Big Show loses to Mayweather, and it's like, one to me. Boxing isn't anything like it used to be. Like, these guys are just little scrawny pipsqueaks. Not saying they couldn't beat my ass, but, I mean, Manny Pacquiao, my dog is
0: bigger than you. Mayweather, my dog is bigger than you. And, like, the whole thing where he had to use the brass knucks to beat Big Show and shit. Like, he shouldn't have gotten any offense in in that match. That should have been totally to get Big Show over. Totally.
1: Yeah, and then saying the, the brass knuckles just sounds stupid... Because in their first encounter at the Royal Rumble or whatever it was, Mayweather busts his fucking nose open. So there's a the suspension of disbelief. Like, oh man, this guy could really fuck him up, but he has to use a
0: weapon to do it. Yeah. Like, and he used the chair at one point and all that stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it was just dumb. He didn't box him with like gloves on, in the ring. I think he had like kind of like MMA he style had, like, like MMA gloves, gloves on. Because he took him one off at one point to put the brass. And it just looks stupid
1: because he was wearing these big jorts essentially these big shorts yeah. And they
0: were like, they look like a skunk's ass. Yeah. He just, he just, they look stupid. I think the best part of that whole match was his manager on the outside he of the do ring. That. He can't be doing that. He can't be doing that. And he said it through the entire fucking. The match. fuck he can't, man. And the referee's trying to be like, yeah, it's no disqualification. He can't be doing that. He just minute. kept saying, "Are that. you telling me a referee knew the
1: rules?" Because <laughs> like that shit's like, because <laughs> when it's triple threat and somebody pulls out a chair and hits him with it, and I hear ding, 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 it's a DQ. I'm thinking. The fuck? <laughs> it's a triple threat. There are no <laughs> disqualifications. You can't do that. Yep. So, them are, that's the WCW rest. I might have to watch that. You well, don't want to. It's not worth
0: it. <laughs> well, since you mentioned WCW, I saw that's that's why, that's, actually, that's why I threw it in there. Right? Um, Halloween Havoc 1999. Hulk Hogan is just in regular... He's like wearing a black vest and black jeans. He comes out to the ring for his match with Sting and just lays down and lets Sting pin him. And Sting wins the title that night. For no fucking reason. The next night on Nitro, they don't say a fucking word about it. They announce a tournament, and that sting has been stripped of the title. And Vince Russo wasn't even booking yet. Bro! <laughs> so who was writing that shit? I, I, it might have been the interim where Bischoff had been fired, and like they were bringing oh, Russo in. Russo in, But yeah. still, like, why the fuck wouldn't you explain a damn bit of the fact that your biggest star, if, Hulk Hogan, laid down for him? What were the announcers saying during that? You remember it all? I mean, they were acting as if, you know, like, why is Hogan doing this, or is he quitting, or, you know, stuff oh, okay. like that, but they didn't mention any of it the next night on Nitro, and they That's just weird. went to a tournament afterwards, hmm. and they never really followed up on it, That's and the then dumb. Hogan kind of went to the red and yellow again, and then he would, like, schizophrenic he'd be red and yellow one week, and then Hollywood Hogan the next well, week Well, from and what stuff. I heard
1: in the, the podcast with Bischoff, the reason he went back to the yellow was because his son.
0: Yeah. So he wanted to wrestle in front of his son with the red and yellow. Which
1: wish. I get that. Right. I respect that, but there's that word kayfabe, <laughs> that like wrestlers in the world of wrestling like to throw around of Stay in character,
0: brother. Like And but also it does bring more merchandise opportunities too, because you can oh, yeah. have the NWO shirt and the Hulkster shirt the Hulkster on sale at the same time. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, no no, so. I get
1: it. I get I totally get it. It's just the things and there's no logic to wrestling <laughs> um it's just one of those things though it's like what the fuck am I watching right now? Yeah. Like,
0: I don't, it's just weird. Yeah. I mean I didn't watch it so and I and especially if that you're that. not going to explain it at all. At all, yeah. It, yeah. it confuses the fuck out of people and that's really not what you want to do on episodic TV. It's confuse the fuck out of your audience. It's WCW. <laughs> we got RoboCop. We I mean, had Chuck I loved that as a kid, the I RoboCop would have hated thing. It. I
1: know I would have hated it. I'm glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> well, I was 9 at that
0: point. So nine I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> One that I don't even know if you know about Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety five. No, hey, I don't because I was five. <laughs> they did a monster truck battle on the top of Kobo Hall. They welded a giant monster truck and a Hulk Hogan monster truck together. And they did like a they called it a sumo monster truck battle. And they had to like push each other out of out of a circle. Who was driving the trucks? The G- well, they said the giant and Hulk Hogan were driving, but actually they just like had cameras and when they were they looked like in they there. were driving, you uh, know. Yeah. And uh, of course Hogan won. And then the giant got out of his truck and like tried to push Hogan off the roof. And then they like switched places, and then the giant was up on the ledge, and it oh, he fell off the roof. And of course Heenan like he threw him off the roof and shit, so he falls backwards all like a pratfall and shit and i've never seen this and later on in the night they were supposed to have a world title match and this is giant's first match why wasn't that one the match for the championship he he comes out in his singlet no scratches no scratches no bandages like, like there's no like the detroit river is down there too like, he's not wet, he's got no bandages, he's perfectly fine, he's in his boots and his singlet, and he fell off a building. Yeah, he, when, he, when <laughs> he was in the monster truck, he had, like, you know, like, the racing suits, you know, like they have, you know right, what I mean? Right, jackets, yeah. and, and, right. So, there was no, and everybody, they're, like, playing it up, oh my god, he's still alive, and Heenan's like, how is he still alive? This makes no fucking sense, and, you know, and they they never mentioned it on TV, like, well, how did he fall? He never said, you know, I landed on a ledge or, you know, anything like that. It, it just was, kind of played it off yeah. like, that didn't happen. I mean, I mean, he won the title that night, which was really cool, but it was just... you. And then the next night, like, he got stripped of the title because Jimmy Hart, like, got Hogan disqualified and... Of course, Jimmy Hart had his power of attorney at the time, and then turned on him and said in the contract, "He said if Hogan got DQ'd, he'd lose the title." He'd lose the title. So, and that was the Giant's first match, which I actually think is pretty cool that he beat Hulk Hogan in his first match. Hmm. But you just—you never explain that he fell off a fucking building, and you never explain how he survived. He's a giant.
1: <laughs> He's a giant. <laughs> I, wait, no, who do, who do I gotta be? Ted Turner. I, how does he sound?
0: <laughs> Southern.
1: Well, you know.
0: Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much got it pegged. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, <I was>, wow.
1: <laughs> well, he's a giant, and I love wrestling and TMT.
0: Right? Was that his situation? TNT and TBS? Yeah.
1: So, is he is he still alive? I think so. Is he involved with this A&W, AEW? No.
0: That's so weird then, though. I mean, I mean, but he doesn't own any of the Turner properties anymore. Like oh, he doesn't. Uh, no, because uh, AOL and Time Warner bought him out. It's well, damn it!
1: I love wrestling. <laughs> And WCW, Eric Bischoff, wrestling. Is
0: that all right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he he knew that without wrestling, TBS never would have happened. Right. Because that got the ratings, and then he sold all the other properties that he had on TBS, you know, because of wrestling. Like, that was what originally got him the ratings on his Hmm. channel, so.
1: Well, I still love it. (laughs) WWE Hall of (laughs) Fame,
0: (laughs) me. This one from 2000 always... Made me wonder. The filthy animals. Conan. Conan. I think it was Two Disco Inferno, and Rey Mysterio at the time. They buried Ric Flair in the Las Vegas desert and stole, like, his Rolex and, like, all his jewelry and his clothes. And Ric Flair returned a couple of months later with no fucking explanation. He didn't feud with any of the filthy animals. Just a way to get him off TV, I guess. I, I don't... It's it just... so weird. It just... I don't understand why... You don't go back to that stuff, though. Like, it, it just, I'll never understand that. Where in wrestling, you, like, the CM Punk and Randy Orton, he had to mention to the writing team that he kicked me in the head three years ago. Right. How and do you, we never uh, went back to that. How are you not just getting
1: all this information and, like, all right, well, this is everything we've got. Let's figure out how to play it out the next few months.
0: And I guess as a wrestler, you're so afraid of your spot that you're not mentioning those things. But I would like if I've got an Ironclad contract where I know I'm making a downside guarantee mm-hmm. you know and I know I'm gonna make this much money, I would be throwing ideas out because the worst they're gonna say is no and I understand you you don't want to lose your push but if you're a guy that's not getting a push anyways what's I would be throw, throw, yeah money. I would be throwing out ideas well, you
1: like, know? I think they were talking about the great American bash. I don't know which one I was listening to yesterday. I don't remember what pay-per-view they were talking about, but it was Bischoff and Conrad talking, and they were mentioning something. It might have just been a regular Nitro. I don't remember. But Conrad asks him, he goes, you know, and what was this vignette with Hoobentude with in it, of him just, like, walking up and down stairs? And I was like, I don't personally know it, so I can't even imagine it right now. And Bischoff was just like, I don't know. I don't know what we were doing with that. It's like... Then what the fuck? How do you become a millionaire running a company and you don't know what you're doing? Because if that's the case, (laughs) we don't know what the fuck we're doing. (laughs) I sure as shit could use money. I know he could. He probably could use money. Look at him. He's wearing a shirt that I got him for free.
0: (laughs) It's just astonishing the shit that they do or don't do. And like... Jericho ran his own program in WCW for months, like eight or nine months, and Bischoff would just say, yeah, go do it. Go do it. Like, you're running a fucking television show, and you have no idea, other than the NWO or the main storyline, you have no idea what's going on in
1: your fucking show. Yeah, well that's basically, every time he talks, like Conrad asks him the question, like that, he goes well, I'm not really sure, and I know people are going to say, oh, I'm just like looking for an excuse not to talk about it, or I'm making up a story. It's like, no, I pretty much got the gist of it. You have no fucking clue what's yeah. going on, unless it's literally the NWO.
0: Or and it's the Blue Chew. And, yeah. <laughs> I, and I think a lot of the reason Vince Russo got away with a lot of the stuff that he did in the WWF, because pretty much Vince only cared about Austin and, Iraq and The Rock. And Undertaker but the you know the smaller tier guys he didn't give a shit about and he pretty much got the gist of what russo was going for but really oh, didn't wow. get the full story like the oddities I don't think Vince McMahon had any fucking clue about love the what oddities. russo was I, I doing really with the oddities them. I think that's one that they dropped real was that? real quick uh, Kurgan Giant Silva
1: what Luna. They, what, Luna, but what, they, what did they call Golga. Golga.
0: Earthquake. Earth, under, I always call him Earthquake. Earthquake was always one of my favorite childhood characters. I, I loved Earthquake. When
1: I was watching the Summer Slams not too long ago, when it was the natural disasters, yep. I'm just watching both of them, and I'm like, man, never again will there be a team that looks like this that can actually do this shit. And it sucks, because like, I'm a guy, I love the big wrestlers. I love the big wrestlers, the guys that are over the top, like Visceras, yep. Invaders, that are like, you don't belong in this world, but for whatever strange reason you fit so perfectly. And just watching just watching their 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 non-personalities essentially of the natural disaster, just me mugging the cameras, walking down, just boom, boom. It's yep. like, man, those guys don't need to scream into the cameras. They don't need to flex. Like, you know, the Road Warriors. Or even though that they did,
0: that's oh, pretty much what Earthquakes... Oh <laughs> no, you, Hogan, I fucking sat
1: on you and crushed a snake! Like, he did. He yelled yeah. right into the camera, and, and Tugboat, God bless him, tried. He tried to get to that same energy level. But I think level he, he fit In oh, it he did. so well, you know? It like, was great. I did. I enjoyed that's the why I loved him, meeting bro.
0: him, because he was... Even as Tugboat... <laughs> was, <laughs> that's what he does, as Tugboat... <laughs> Right? Yep. I think the only team right now that kind of reminds me of that is Heavy Machinery. Oh, and yeah. Otis and, you know, and... I can't even think about the other guys. The other is. guy. I yeah. no. But I, I think they were... <laughs> <fitting> <laughs> <in> the <Otis. laughs> I don't know what he does. Um.
1: Well, no, there's another good tag team that are like them, and it's... Um,
0: <laughs> you know. Oh, the, the Viking War experience Raiders you could possibly win this <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know there's the chicken and that well you know
0: I'm not gonna get into it so I really don't have any more I, I I don't um can you think of any of the like wrestlers or storylines that kind of got dropped that hmm.
1: they
0: got dropped or just they never really explained you know what I mean The
1: Kane one has always been the one that I've always been interested in. Like, why? What was the point of that? And you really
0: could have built up the Kane character.
1: I'm sure there's something I could think of. Um, I just can't. You put me on the spot. Mark, go! Uh, Wrestling? What's a storyline in wrestling that you remember? Oh, God. Yes, there was a storyline with God in it. A couple of them, actually.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. The <laughs> Rock and Stone Cold was like really popular. I don't think that was a storyline.
1: You could get this free. <laughs> Just give us ideas for topics that you want to hear, and this poster could be yours. And we're not gonna sign it. I'm not gonna sign it. But <laughs> I saved the best for last because uh-huh. I do have two more gifts for well. A gift each for both of you. I like I like stuff. It is one of well, they're two of a kind because there's two of them, <laughs> but they are exclusive to you two only. No one else in the world will ever have these, and you two shall bask in the glory that is this gift. This is a gift from me to you, <laughs> Mr. Man. I'm ripping you off, brother. Kayfabe, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yes, they
0: can. I'm they gonna, are I'm pure gonna, white <laughs> trading cards, <laughs> folks. Yeah, they're I'll, I'll post I'll post them on our Facebook. I'll post a picture of them on go. Facebook.
1: They are just simply trading, not even trading cards. They're cards wow. out of a deck of cards I took out and I just I signed them for you guys.
0: Thank you. Thank I you. know
1: it's a cheesy ass thing, but it's easy being cheesy, let me tell you. Um, I, love it. I honestly forgot about it. I was supposed to, I was going to give it to you guys earlier when I gave you your other guests and then when I turned around, I saw them here and then I saw this. And then I saw that, and this, and then he's like, "Ah, fuck
0: well, the cards." Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, you know what? Don't spend it in one place. But this, I kind of want to, since it's got wrestling to it, I kind of want to mention a Talk- little bit to it. Well, we've only been doing it for 50 minutes. We got about 10
1: minutes. So should we mention the artist as well? Because he's done. Well, stuff I can't say for all his name
0: without without laughing. Without
1: laughing, and I feel disrespectful for that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it's one of those names. Like real quick. In Rick and Morty, the principal's name is Principal Vagina. Okay, I couldn't say
0: that name and not giggle. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, you go ahead and try. So the artist that I had commissioned this is his name is Ryan Butt. <laughs> his, um, I think his the name of his company is Werpurgis.
1: I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I'm I have no idea. I've got some artwork from him myself, um.
0: But I, but I wanted to do mashups of like Ninja Turtles and people that kind of use the same kind of weapons as them. Real creative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I had I figured you know Donnie Donatello uses the bow staff and Sandman uses a Singapore cane. So I thought, well, have Donatello blocking a cane shot from the Sandman, mm-hmm. and he nailed it. This is exactly how I pictured it. I thought he did a a really Let me good see if job. I, can... <laughs> it's just... I think because of the plastic, it. There we go. Yeah. That's a little bit better. But I wanted just a little bit of color, so he did just. The, Get out of it, Mark. He did just the, the red of <laughs> uh, Sandman's cigarette, and then the purple of Donatello's mask, which I thought was really cool. Very and cool. a couple of years ago, we had Sandman. I had Sandman sign it at a signing. I think down in New York City. It must have been in New York City. Yeah, I think City. it was I think it was when all of the ECW wrestlers were all there, the one that you didn't go to, when Spike and like Mikey Whipwreck was there and New Jack. I, I think that was the one. I didn't even get an out. invite to that. That's the first I've ever you heard lying, of this. You lying sack of shit. You just couldn't. I think it was when you had changed jobs at that point. I don't work! <laughs> but Ace, nicely, got Corey Feldman to sign it. It wasn't nice. I had Fan to Expo. beat the
1: shit out of that fucker. I said, you sign this! <laughs> no!
0: <laughs> but I thought it was really cool that the original voice of Donatello yep. signed But what does it Donatello? say, though? What does it say? It says, to Dave, peace or pizza, Corey Feldman. With with a peace sign. With a man. peace sign and 19. So it's clearly he is going with peace. He's over the pizza. He's
1: going with peace at this point.
0: <laughs> like world peace?
1: No. Like a piece of fucking
0: pizza! <laughs> I don't know, I'm just going off. Maybe it's a piece of pizza in the shape of a peace sign. Then it wouldn't be a piece. It would be pieces. Maybe it's a small little piece of a big pizza. And Mm. a peace sign. It would still be a piece, like pieces. Wouldn't it? I mean if you're cutting it like that. Well you could cut it like that and just So you're not cutting all the way through. Let the cheese melt so it's still together. The pizza's already out of the oven at this point. We're not putting it back in for... We're splitting Fuck, We're off the fucking rails again. Say splitting hairs. It's going to be a balding joke. I get it. <laughs> but I thought that was really cool to have the wrestling and and Ninja Turtles, two of my favorite things together, and to have it autographed by both is, is really cool in my opinion. So well, on
1: that note, I was... You know, I want to piggyback off of that. Because I got a wrestling... You can see that pretty good. That isn't? one looks good right there. Yeah. And that sun's in my eyes. I can't see! <laughs> um, I got Cody Rhodes, a little Stardust, signature somewhere here where my fingers are. And then Stephen Amell. I was going to get him to sign this, because it's wrestling and comics. You know, what we do. Um, do I have to pay Mark Henry for that? That's no. A, no? Okay. Okay. The Hall of Pain! What about that one? Maybe.
0: I don't have to pay fucking fucker. I don't care. I just didn't want to get sued. Who the fuck is going to sue us? Ain't Gloria it? Allred will sue us!
1: Okay. You don't know who that is? I know who it is. Oh, I okay. just don't give a fuck. She sued Dee Snyder and Twisted Sister back in the day. Sorry, well um, <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't her. I'm sorry. It was Tipper Gore. Al Gore's wife.
0: And they've sold more records ever since. Well, they went
1: into court dressed up as their Twisted Sister gimmicks and presented a perfect. Yeah, D. Defense. Snyder. Oh, yeah, D. Snyder killed it. And then yeah. they come out with the movie Dr. Howdy or Captain Spaulding. One of the two. No, it wasn't Captain Spaulding. I don't remember what it was called. But it was a fucked up movie. D. Snyder played the guy in it. He skinned people and killed them. Like, so he yep. killed it. Um. But yeah, I didn't get Stephen Amel to sign it. He's been in wrestling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He actually, I'm glad I'm thinking of this, because he will be done with Arrow after this next season, do you know what his next project is? No. It is a show either on Netflix, HBO, Showtime, Starz, something like that. It's called Heels. Yes, that type of heels. That's awesome. He is playing a professional wrestler that is a villain but has a normal life outside of it and tries to balance that. That's really cool. I think it's absolutely fantastic because he truly is a wrestling fan. Oh, he's fan. a huge fan. Dude, that bump he took through the table at All In, yeah. or whatever the fuck when it was. When he wrestled
0: Christopher Daniels. <laughs> yeah. He, Daniels moved, and he was just so committed. Like, nah, I'm going to do it. Yep. Like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does more with AEW as well. He's phenomenal.
1: And I got to see him in all of his glory. And he's a very <laughs> handsome man. I have to say that. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs>
0: he's Man. He
1: is. Like, he's like my Harrison Ford now. Like, I'm gay for Harrison Ford. You know what I'm saying? Like... Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones! <laughs> but, like, Stephen Amell, you're pretty cool. <laughs> you're pretty cool, man. Oh, my God. We got fucking
0: four minutes left. We don't have four... We, we don't have a set time. What the fuck are you talking about? gotta fill that four minutes. We don't have to fill Well, that. in a couple of minutes, we'll have...
1: Three minutes. Three minutes. The three-minute warning? Three-minute warning. Look at my dog over there sleeping. Look at how cutie he looks. Oh, he just woke up. Shit. Well, what, what did you want to talk about for the next show? The, the wrestling games? Yeah. That's... Hey. Say it. Yes.
0: I want to go... Not just... I want to go arcade. I want to go Nintendo, Super Nintendo, well, Sega. Well, Jesus Christ, that's when you were a kid, so of yeah. course we're going to talk about that. But, I mean, we can go PlayStation, you know, all that. Can you do... Uh, we can go GameCube, Dreamcast, we can do whatever the well, fuck Well, you are. need to do some research. Oh, I got,
1: I got, I got. I'm, I, it's weird how, like, my brain is a Rolodex. I don't think of that shit until you said the video game thing. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, my God. There were, like, exclusive games on the Xbox, the yep. Raw games. There was the Day of Reckoning games that were only on the GameCube. There were legends in those games, like Ultimate Warrior, before they even had the Warrior
0: DVD out, which was like, what? You know, yep. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Talk about Macho Man doing the, the promo video for the All Stars one right before he died. Stuff Same with Warrior. Like yep, because he did the, the one right before he died. Does that mean Goldberg's going to die? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he, he knocks himself Can out we? a few more times. I, I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Goldberg. Did he beat Ziggler?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Where. I don't. I'm sure you're not up to speed right now, but. Why and where is this going? And it's not going anywhere. So perfect, it fits what we're talking about. Storylines that get dropped off like an old woman from a fat, overweight man off the stage through a fucking table.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ziggler got like a few super kicks in right at the beginning. Oh, good. And then spear, and you know the match lasted like two minutes. And Goldberg probably got paid millions of dollars for it. It really is. And I, saw, I didn't
1: watch the video because I could only imagine Booker T is sucking the schlong of the jackhammer. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to pretend I am the video. It's supposed to be Booker T hyping up Goldberg on his, again, return against Ziggler. So, I mean, I, I just don't even, I can't even imagine what he's saying. He's like, oh, my man, probably, he look great. Pinky ring. My wife is hot. <laughs> that Undertaker match was damn good. I got my own wrestling company called the Reality of Wrestling, and I'm doing a, a King Booker tournament. That's for real. He really is. I, I watched the video. He's like, oh, "I've got the tournament of all tournaments, the the Royal tournament or something like that." Yeah. He's calling it. And it's like I don't fucking care, Book. I don't care. Just go back to WWE and
0: wrestle. Like I don't fucking care, no. man. And if you can watch that Goldberg-Undertaker match and have any praise for it whatsoever, you're sucking WWE tit at that point. You know? Like, really. Like, he's, he's just trying to keep a good contract and get maybe get a raise. Oh, yeah, you know, trying to get
1: endorse, Not even endorsements, but yeah, a raise and shit. And just... Where it's like... I just saw a picture of, on Facebook. It was like the first time I got on Facebook in like 17 years. Um, it was Undertaker holding up, like, this nutrition shit in his house, like, pulling it out of, like, one of those eco-friendly fucking grocery bags. Yeah. And he, like, was captioned him, like, saying this. He's like, ah, my body's been through hell and back, and I'm trying to get it back on track kind of deal, and this is the health supplements that I eat and drink and stuff. And then it just was, like, The Undertaker. I'm thinking, stop. Just fucking go live a normal life now. Nobody's looking at you as a real dead man. The image has been thrown away, I mean, not just because of the wrestling aspect, but we live in a world now where you want me to believe this is the dead man, but yet you're putting, and I'm not specifically saying Undertaker, but right now I am, but then you're going to put stuff on your network that's going to deface the value of what that character is representing. Yep. And I literally, I'm not saying the Undertaker because I can't think of a, like a moment like that because he is very protective of his character. But it's like we get you're not that anymore. We're in the '90s and early 2000s when internet was just kind of starting. You really had like the torch and uh, Dave Meltzer putting stuff out there, but they weren't defacing the value of the
0: characters. And even in, like, 04, when he came back as the dead man, it was still cool, because he had been the American badass for so long. Right! And know? it
1: just felt like, okay, he's going back. But now it's like, I don't see you walking around your house brooding. And you,
0: and you know what? The entrance has no meaning anymore. It When when he's getting beat by Brock Lesnar and it breaks, breaks the streak, how is he intimidating anybody anymore? With that entrance. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's gone. You know. I, I'll still defend the
1: Brock Lesnar thing, because I really think it's the only susceptible way that Taker should have ever lost it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he did, my thing to that would be, like, once he lost to Reigns, Taker, yeah. you should have literally have never come back. Yep. You don't need... T- There's people that clearly can't get away from it because it's all they know, Ric Flair... But then there's people that you can get away from it. You have an outside world life. You have a, like, not newborn kid, but a pretty young child at this point. Smoking out wife that I'd be at home every day fucking gnawing at her ass. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um,
0: you don't need to keep being the undertaker. And, like, I get you have pride in your character, or Goldberg has pride in what he did. But when you have that embarrassing of an outing, stop Yeah, just how... And
1: Goldberg, I don't even understand where he can come from if he says he's got pride and he wants his character to look... If that was the case, you wouldn't have waited a decade and a half after you fucking left to have a comeback. Yep. Like, you left... You didn't leave WCW. You got fired or your contract, whatever, however it got expunged or whatnot when a company got bought. But you didn't make a, a debut in WWE until, what, 2003? Yep. So, two years later... Because it was 01 that it was bought? Yep. Okay. So two years later, you come in as Goldberg. You do nothing as Goldberg from what I... Well, I don't remember, but from what people remembered you as in, like, 99, 98, 2000. Yep. You were not that Goldberg anymore. When you left, you left on the note of, fuck this, I'm
0: done. In one of the worst matches against Brock Lesnar ever Ever. WrestleMania. The
1: only one, and it's justifiable because it's stone cold... But the only one that got a fucking pop
0: was Austin. And everybody knew Lesnar was leaving to go to try to 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 go to the the NFL. NFL. Exactly. So you've done nothing in your
1: prime of WWE, and then they just bring you back for the nostalgia act. Have you beat Owens in three fucking seconds for the title, which I fucking still am upset. Like, that just. How are you going to build this new guy up? When you have this 50-year-old man who can come in and just squash him like Triple nothing. H had
0: been going nuts at that
1: point. I'd have been. He had been so pissed. pissed. Yep. Even if I was Owens, I'd have been pissed. Yep. Like, no, you want me to be the new CM Punk to the to the Rock? Like, you have the Rock come in just to beat me after my 400-day streak or whatever it is, for him to what? Drop the belt a month later to a storyline that never needed the goddamn belt to begin with. For what? The Rock to run back to fucking Hollywood, and now to say he's officially retired, like, you're doing that with Goldberg. Yep.
0: Nobody asked for Goldberg to come back, and if he did, you're a fucking idiot, in my opinion. And I get, you know, but you didn't need him coming back to sell the video game. Like, no. him being in the game enough was selling the fucking game. Exactly. Yep. But that's what they do. They, they hop on the, well, who can we get for this year's game? Are they able to wrestle still? Like, I guarantee you somebody got in Goldberg's ear and said, Lesnar has this kind of contract. I bet you you can get a shitload of money if you come back for a few shots, too. Which, you know what I mean, to me, Lesnar will always be an attraction. Oh, yeah. And he can put on good matches,
1: so, you know. And even when he loses, he just beat, he beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And he just lost. Like, okay. Where Goldberg, it's like you knocked yourself out in the first five seconds. You have no credibility. Yep. Like, And then to wrestle somebody like Ziggler, who's on and off camera every other fucking month, who can't keep a mainstream storyline going that's relevant to even be like, well, after this storyline, he's going to go to the top now. It's like, nope, your ship has sailed. Both of your ships have sailed. I don't give a shit about either one of you. I, I don't understand how they haven't released him years ago. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what they're promising him to keep him on, because no. I'd be gone, for one. Yeah. He's talented. He's good. And I got into an argument with somebody over this, like maybe a week or so ago, two, maybe two weeks ago now. Of, I said, Dolph Ziggler is just a glorified Shawn Michaels. Yep. And, and then I followed up with being like, and Shawn Michaels is just a glorified stuntman. I know I'm ripping Flair off from saying that to Foley, but it's true. When I was watching, and actually it was right around the same time I was watching SummerSlam 04 with Michaels against Hogan. 05. 05? Yeah. Um, there was a video on YouTube, and I or I was watching a Cornette review that match, and Cornette's just ripping Shawn Michaels apart, saying, like, Jesus Christ, you would have thought fucking Hogan had 10 pounds of dynamite in each hand every time he fucking punched Michaels. Michaels is selling it. Like, shooting 10 feet across the ring. Now, I get it. Hogan's a big, strong guy. But he's not in his prime anymore at yeah. that point, right? Well, kind of, I guess, because they go and have him win the championship again. But he's not the Hulkster. He, I mean, he's just Hogan at this point, in my eyes. But So I'm. that's when I was jumping on the coattails of that. And I was saying, like, you know, Shawn Michaels is just overrated. He absolutely is. He is not in my top 10 list of greatest re- I mean, he's great. He's phenomenal. He stood the test of time until he fucking did the Undertaker thing. Yep. Came back for the ego, came back for the money, and now all I envision is cancer patient HBK. Yep. Right? Tarnish the legacy. Tarnish the right. legacy for money. He was the one guy, and even said, I was the one guy against you that
0: never came out of retirement, and boom. So, you know, like, if he had come out of retirement and wrestled AJ Styles like everybody wanted, know, cool. and the match wasn't good... I could understand that, but coming back just for a tag match and it being In
1: Saudi Arabia yep. against one guy, Undertaker, that shouldn't even have been wrestling anyways, against two guys that pretty much are done wrestling. Yep. Like, the fuck out of here. Like, oh, that, I hate that. I do. But right. I just, I do. I find Shawn Michaels to be ridiculous, and somebody's like, well, because I said, you know, the whole Shawn Michaels getting thrown into the fucking turnbuckles and flailing like a fish out of water, somebody immediately said, we well, about Ric Flair." I go, "That's Ric Flair's character,"
0: and he never did it to that extent. No, either.
1: he would flip out over the top rope, catch himself, go across the top rope, and then somebody would catch him with like a leg drop or uh, drop kick, clothesline, something like that. But Shawn Michaels is flailing so much that he looks like there's absolutely no gravity to him. And I just think that is just it makes you look stupid. It doesn't make this match look believable because nobody like literally nobody will react like that. I mean that kind of goes toe and toe with The Rock taking the stunner. Yeah. And flopping back and shit. But, but Shane
0: th- did it too, and right. And, Rock, and you know. then
1: you're gonna have the, the people say, Well, what about Vince McMahon? That's their characters are over the top. Yeah. The Rock's character, his personality was over the top. Not his professionalism in the ring
0: wrestling. Rock
1: race. was doing that just to pop the boys. Just like, to pop, you
0: know. Oh, I can do it even better this time. Right. Yeah.
1: It's just I I just I don't care for Shawn Michaels as an in ring performer. And the more I've gone back and watched his matches, it's like, oh my god, this is
0: cringe. And like like the uh cringe. the Iron Man match with him and Bret. Yeah. Like they get such critical acclaim, and like fifteen minutes into it, I'm like, I'm done. This, yeah. Like, Steamboat and Flair, where they're going an hour. I can get into that. Because they changed just, the pace a yeah, lot. Yeah, it just... It, These two guys are literally mirroring
1: each other, which it's good in doses, I guess. But, again, though, I, I'm not the biggest Bret Hart fan. I think he... I, don't, I, I,
0: I am, but... Uh, yeah.
1: I don't think... I think he's held too high on a pedestal of, well, it's Bret Hart. Well, if it was Bret Hart, why'd you fucking screw him? Obviously, you didn't have a high respect for the guy or something. He's gotten more of it now than
0: than he did back then. Exactly.
1: Like, yeah. It just, I don't know. I mean, I there's there were so many other guys that were top notch performers in that era that should have been like. I'm looking at my Razor Ramon figure right there, like. That guy, could, in my opinion, technical, yes. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, they can grab you and lock you up from any position. But as a wrestler, a guy that can do it all, that was a... Razor Ramon
0: was yes, one of them guys. Scott Hall was... If he hadn't had his personal issues, I think he would have been one of the best in the business. Yeah, just know? But he kind of got in his own way a mm-hmm. lot of the time, you know what I mean? But, but I mean, when he was in WWF, he knew... Because they told him, pretty much, he wasn't going to go any higher than what they had him. So he went to WCW, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, he he should have been WWF champion, without yep. a doubt.
1: Even, Jesus, even WCW champion. Like, Nash was champ, right? When yeah. You, why not Hall? I get he's got the drug problems. But only portray him as your champion when you're on TV for just a fixed period of time.
0: And they really didn't do a lot
1: of house shows at that point anyway. Exactly. So, they yep. were cutting down on them. Yep. Because I, I literally Bischoff was just saying we cut down on house shows like crazy during that time period. I don't remember for what reason, but yeah, I mean, how many fucking transitional champions have they had? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why couldn't he have been one just to be just so he could say in his lifetime, "I was a world heavyweight champion." I'm held up there, even though the fans have a high regard for me. Contributional wise, look what I was able to achieve. Because even though they knew, you know, and I don't expect him to say it like this, but even though they knew I was fucked up, I was still held in high regards. Yep. I mean, I just, I mean, I know we got kind of off on the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and then Razor thing, but there were so many more guys, like Owen Hart. Yeah. I think Owen was a million miles ahead of Bret. That guy had more wrestling ability, more personality. Yeah, but he came second. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I don't get that, because... Vince likes those blonde guys. I mean, I'm not saying that because I know that specifically, but you could just see being a blonde wrestler in yeah. that era was like, oh, okay, everybody's bleaching their hair blonde. you got a naturally blonde guy who's got more charisma than almost anybody on that roster. And that's saying a lot because the Attitude Era was full of people with personality. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand. And I guess that goes back to your... Why didn't you push Hart or Owen more to yeah. something?
0: I mean... I think I, I still... If, like, he, if he was older than Brett, you wouldn't have even... Brett would have been the second tier yep. guy. I, I, and I like Bret Hart, but... It, Their whole WrestleMania 10 shit was great. Where Owen is the underdog, essentially. Because Brett was held such higher regard. And then you got Owen turning heel. And then at the King of the Ring... You know, he wins the King of the Ring, calls himself the King of Hearts and you exactly. know, nine hearts with him and all that. Yep. yep. And that and that Steel Cage match they had at SummerSlam was phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know. With the big blue the cage. Big, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know why
1: like people like him were underlooked. Because from what i know, he never had any issues. Drug issues. Oh no, no. Personal issues with people. Like no. he was the funny guy in the locker
0: room. Yep. Like so that's like a guy like, you know, Kurt Henning. And all the fucking talent in the world. Could talk and wrestle. and had, had that. Just, when
1: I think of a wrestler's physique, I don't think of like Orton with the six-pack. Oh, he's chiseled from stone. I, I literally think of Kurt Henning. Yeah, Mr. the athletic Perfect. guy. Yep. Just big shoulders, big torso, not fit. I mean, he was fit, but he wasn't like uh defined. Seth Rollins sculpted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This guy was, because even when he pulled the singlet down, he had the beer belly, but it wasn't, uh, Neidhart, yeah Beard Belly. It was. Oh, he's got like a muscular dad bod, and he just had that fucking look. The talk, everything about him was literally, absolutely perfect. Yep. Uh, Mister. He's
0: like right up there on my top. He's, the, he's definitely in my top ten. Of oh time. he's fen- he was them. phenomenal. But I mean, like people like Rick Root even he should he should have been a top heel, total top heel. Right, right along with like someone like Ted DiBiase. I mean, DiBiase had that run, but he should have been world champ. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just that
1: that that heel that everybody wanted to be, but they couldn't, so they hated it. Like, Million Dollar Man, everybody wants to be a millionaire, but everybody knows it's not going to happen. So I'm going to hate this guy that's gloating about it, and he's going to give this little black kid $100 for the basketball bouncing and then kick it out from under his feet. You could have had Rick Rude, who was that guy of... All of you guys are here, you know, wanting to be me. Well, all your women are here to see me. Play that up even more. Yep. Like, I know he was, there was parts where he would go out to the, like, on the
0: ringside and, like, make out Did, with the chicks the and awakening. stuff. He rude awakening. Yep, he called it a rude awakening. Yep. Play that up ridiculously. He, sh- he should have been WWF's Ric Flair. He yes. He should have had women with him all the time. All the time. Yep. Instead of being, like, cartoony about it. Be real about it. Like, I am this. And he didn't need Heenan either. No, he didn't. I I never understood why he had Bobby Heenan. I I didn't need him. But he his gear was always great. He was literally like the first guy to wear,
1: like, Ultimate Warrior versus him on his own trunks. Yeah, the airbrush stuff. Yeah, yeah. it just was brilliant. Like, you know, they talk about Billy Graham being ahead of the game. Rick Rude was. Yep. Totally. Valvenas incarnation, you know, came from that. RBD with the airbrushing the came... The Velveteen Dream. The Velvet. He's a... Not a ripoff, but he is plucked from every... Yep. Eccentric superstar that there's ever been. Like, he is a... And I'm not huge on him, but he's literally... Gold Dust, Dusty Rhodes, Hogan, um, Macho Man...
0: You throw the effeminate, you know, Lanny Poffo in there, exactly, you know. Exactly,
1: yep. like even even the like Rick Martel yep he he's all of those heels not even that they're heels but he's like all those guys molded into one persona which again like going back to that being on TV I think that's going to be completely watered like not watered down but it's going to get outplayed and then if you do bring these guys to Raw and SmackDown who's going to care yep yes there is there's a there's an allegiance to the NXT fan base and all that while it's that underground feel
0: right now, because it's like, oh shit, like not everybody knows about this. It's kind of cool, and like, the, they chant all the time at the pay per views and shit. They're not gonna want them to chant all the time. Not, these fuck on TV. And not and shit. the way they do it. Right, right. And and you know that they're gonna be like, you know, don't chant, don't do this. You know, yeah, it's gonna take the feel right out yeah. of it.
1: And the first people that are gonna respond to it are the fans. Yep. Yeah. Not your wrestlers because they're gonna want they're gonna keep their mouths shut. So they can have a job, like Velveteen Dream, who sucks the cock
0: of Vince. Like, yeah, he was one of the only ones to defend Vince when mm-hmm. everybody was saying that Vince was out of touch. Velveteen yeah. Dream was one of the only ones to defend exactly.
1: Him. That's what I mean. And and you, I, to me, it's like you're going to realize how out of touch it is. Their Velveteen Dream when, when you come you, up, yeah. when you come up, yeah, and you're everything's taken away from you're, you. You're no way Jose. You come
0: up and you're you've got you know a neon green braids and yeah. Your your Adam Rose, you know, but Cuban or whatever. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's sad when one of your rosebuds becomes more famous than the leading man. Yep. Right? Yeah. And that's I'm talking about Strowman. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. I
1: didn't know if there was another. I'm talking Talks about, about Shane Alden. <sighs> <sighs> ah. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to continue going to World of Hurt shows, I'm going to not say another word about that <laughs>
0: right now. Bob. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we, we got off the rails, but, you know, it, it turned into a good discussion, so. China woman like sold that. me this. Boston. Can, can you say China woman? Can you, is, that, is that politically correct? I mean, there's Chinamen.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be, like, <laughs> sexist and not say China woman. I don't know what to call her. The fucking Oriental ripoff. Because <laughs> she comes up to us, and she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> That's I want. not racist either. <laughs> you, we all know under that mask, you ain't nothing more than a pimply faced Chinaman. Oh man. my God, that was awesome. That was the best. Uh, not even promo, but just best insult. insult I've heard in this day and age in a long time. But she comes up to us and she's like, oh, tucky tuckle! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I want one. And she slips them over our wrist just like this. And I'm just. Doo, and she's like, money. Oh, now you speak English. Yeah, right? Money, money, money. Nice. this is exactly what I said to you and I said to her, I will give you $2 for that shit you just pulled. And I did. I gave her $2. <laughs> I mean, I could have went
0: like this, but come on. Kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It is kind of nice. That's kind of like when I was in, well, not kind of like, but when I was in St. Kitts, this motherfucker puts a monkey with a diaper on on my shoulder and says, $10 for a picture. I said, get that fucking monkey off my goddamn shoulder. You are not getting any money whatsoever. I would have been like, you got
1: it. <laughs> Take the diaper off, and I'll give you 20 Because <laughs> is it going to shit on me? Because that would be worth the photo. But in that moment, I'd have totally probably went crazy. Like, again. if he had
0: walked up in front of me with the monkey, maybe. Oh, he said, that's said, that motherfucker always- just put it right on my shoulder, and I'm like... Get that fucking thing off I of would me have just right like now! Made
1: of the monkey and then been like, okay. Bye it's bye. but it's forcing you to to be in yeah. that that situation. That's when I went force. when I went to New York City, that you know there's a black rapper on every street corner in New York City. They're and try the,
0: they are trying to give you their demo. There's
1: uh, oh check this out! I'm gonna be on TRL and I'm thinking TRL's <laughs> not even around no more, man. Like, <laughs> Carson Daly's check the fuck. He's I on the Today Show now. So yeah. they're handing you CDs on, and they talk to you for like 15, 20 minutes. You start walking away, like, oh. You gotta pay for that CD, man! I didn't fucking want it! <laughs> I don't want to pay for Here, it! Here, have it, man. I was being nice thinking you were just giving me something and I would take it and then throw it away.
0: <laughs> Fucker. Did you give it back?
1: Yeah, I never bought one of them. I gotta, I gotta listen to some no-name rapper that thinks he's gonna be a big star on a TV show that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> How out of touch are you? Yo, I'm gonna be on Soul Train. Dude, that's God. coming back. Soul Train ended before I was born, guy. <laughs> what the fuck? You're younger than me. You're lucky I even know what the fuck that is. What is Soul Train? <laughs> it's All I'm so thinking weird it is, it's shit. not Soul Glow. It's Soul Train? Train? Can we talk about that real quick? Um, coming to America? Uh, we're actually watching that in the break room. Okay, right there's been casting for that. Yeah. Um, obviously Eddie Murphy. Obviously, um. Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about it, but apparently I can't. I guess I. <laughs> James Earl
0: Jones. James Earl Jones is coming back. Wesley Snipes. I like that. Tracy. Ooh. Ooh. Don't do
1: it! Don't do it, Jim! <laughs> Jim! Why did you do it? <laughs> I was actually t- Tracy Morgan watching him on the Conan show the other night. I don't even know when this was, but. He's Tracy Morgan is like sitting there all in like a baby blue like baby blue powdered kind of like running suit. And Andy Richter's like, "You just you look good. Like you, you look good." And he's like, "I know how to dress. I'm from Brooklyn. We know style." And then he's just standing sitting there looking over like and Conan's like, "What are you looking at?" He's like, your trumpeter. He's giving me bad vibes, man." He's like, "What do you mean, trumpeter?" <laughs> yeah, from his band, from Conan's <laughs> band. And he goes, that dude is just looking at me wrong. And he's like, you know him. You, He's been here for like 23 years. He goes, you've been on here like a hundred times. You know him. He's like, I know. I just don't like his face right now. And then he says something else. He, he says something totally like off the chains. And Conan goes, how did we get from there to here to here? And Tracy Morgan looks at the camera and goes, speed of light (laughs) it's faster than the speed of light (laughs) and i'm just like wow this is like he is the best interviewer ever because he's just so out there but it's it's entertaining it's not just like
0: oh boy you're not coming back another guy who's like that is wayne brady like he can fucking go he he can he can go from like zero to 60 and like and just come up with shit
1: but I feel like with Wayne Brady cuz I mean that's where I watched him was on whose line is yep. it? He still lives in that world of whose line is it where it's like I got to come up with a quick something. Where Tracy Morgan is just like I don't think you're really trying to be funny. You're just that that's just that's your mindset. You're just you're just not weird out there but you're weird and out there. Where Wayne Brady it, like somebody said it, I don't even know. It might have been in a cartoon. they are like you're an embarrassment to black people. <laughs> And I've always thought that. I was like, yeah, he's no Chris fucking Tucker, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Wayne Brady. He's funny, but it's just... You can just stay here, Wayne. He, he does his... Uh, like, he's funny on who wants to... Uh, must make a deal. Make, he's funny on that because that's his environment. Yeah. He's got he's people a- that are, like, dressed up in quirky outfits where he's like, oh, I probably could think of something funny for that. <laughs> but if he's in just the moment... It's like, oh man, why are?
0: He needs a script.
1: Yeah, he needs somebody to play off of and yeah. and do that, but I don't know. Black
0: lives matter. <laughs> Just, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> do you have anything else? Seeing how we're this far off the fucking rails. Thanks for watching. <laughs> we'll be Coming here. to America too.
1: And it shouldn't be called Coming to America too. It should be called Coming Back to America. Or it should just be called coming. Zamunda forever. Just coming. Coming <laughs> out of America! No, just we like... We came. <laughs> yeah. You verbed it? <laughs> it's what we did. <laughs> but no, you could do like coming and then to America. Like okay. the, the number two. I mean, Dumb and Dumber did Dumb and Dumber 2 and had it T-O. That's just how dumb it was. It wasn't even like TWO. It was just Dumb and Dumber. I wasn't impressed with that movie. There were moments in it that were absolutely hysterical. And then there was like the Wayne Brady syndrome. Like, jeez, these guys are trying. <laughs> I just watched it. We're going off the rails again. But we might as well stay there. <laughs> I uh, watched a video of Jim Carrey getting interviewed. That guy has lost it. Like, straight lost it. Mm. He's like doing circles around the chick that's interviewing him and he's like doing like being jim carrey but like whoa you really went off the deep end like he's trying to bite at the fucking microphone and he's like what was it for just i don't know some big something i don't remember what it was but she she's like trying to really have a good interview with him and he's like you don't matter I don't matter. None of this matters. This is all just fake. All of this is fake. And he goes off and he's like, we sponsor these celebrities that don't do anything, but then there's people out there that are doing everything and we get no recognition for them. I get his point, Mm -hmm. but he was being so fucking... It's like
0: he's trying to be Andy Kaufman. Like Andy Kaufman was back in the 80s, where it was just... You you didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He had
1: that moment with Man on the Moon like 20 years ago. If that was the time to do it, that was the time. Like... Now it's like, I think his mind is so fried from being like, just, I gotta be funny. I gotta be so yeah. fucked up over the top where it's like, he can't come back. No, it's just gone. Like, yeah. you, you'll you know what I'm saying by this. You ever go to like a party and you're drinking and there's the people there that have only had like one or two drinks. You've had probably a 12 pack and they're just as drunk as you because it's the environment you're in and their mindset makes them think they're that drunk. Have you ever experienced that or no? Um, Maybe. I've dealt with that a lot where it's like you've had a sip (laughs) of that margarita. There's no way you're like, well, I'd fuck a piñata. Like, you're not like that right now. No. But it's that concept of your mind believes it. Yep. So it, like, it becomes it. Like, it Literally, I, that's, like, the only, like, way I can think of it is, like, no, people that believe they're drunk you know? start to act that way. And even if you say, get your shit together, that was fucking, uh, non-alcoholic. I'll tell you what's non-alcoholic, that fucking tap water, you know, like, they just don't want to realize it. And I feel like Jim Carrey's that guy, it's like, Jim, you need to dial it back. You don't tell me, I'm fucking Jim Carrey, I will you know fucking turtle... You know, or something. Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Bob, I don't know. Off the rails. Yeah. This has been the well, wrestling ring, and we've gone did, totally that, off Was the that round. about
1: wrestling? <laughs> Look at, well, we're pretty much the same time as uh, the other one this yeah. time. So I think we're good. Yeah.
0: I'm Deadly Dave. My And joining us once again. Marcadius. Thanks for checking us out. Check out Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Well, this will be on YouTube, um, Spotify, Radio Check us Public. out on YouTube if you're already on YouTube. Yeah, check us check us out twice.
1: And I want to give a quick shout out, real quick, right. if it can be quick. Yeah. Armin, I saw you at Boston Comic Con, and I think your channel sucks. I think you suck, and suck it.
0: I suck can't it. add anything to that. It's
1: a YouTuber. The guy literally make a video about a dog farting and say it's the greatest thing in the world and the MCU is revolved around this dog fart that was the snap. So in 15 years, when that theory becomes real, he can be like, "I I told all of you. I told every single one of you that the earth wasn't flat." Like he's just one of those guys that has to be I don't think it's... You should have went up to him and been like, "No, cuz I'm one of those people I'm <laughs> combative." <laughs> and I would have been, I would have said this all right to his face, and I'd have got kicked out of Boston Comic Con. You should have said, You suck.
0: You know, hey, are you Armin?
1: I knew it was Armin. I'm standing there, li- well, probably from like the wall to me away. My buddy uh, Mike is sitting, standing next to me, and I'm like, Look at this. I pull up a video of him on his YouTube, and he's sitting there in his black fucking wife beater because he goes to the gym. And then he's standing there in his black fucking wife beater, because he goes to the gym, <laughs> and it's I'm looking at him like, oh
0: motherfucker, fuck you, you son of a bitch. I'm
1: saying that to the phone, not right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that. You suck, dude. Well, on that note, thanks for watching The Wrestling Ring on the Comic Wrestling Podcast. And remember, what do we have to do, Dave, to, to get this? Comment a subject that you would like us to cover Two on subjects. You have
1: to... A Sub, two? Well, yeah, because we okay. want... One, like, so say, because I already said at the top, if we pick your topic, you get this. So if we get one person that's like, oh, do this for the comic shop, and then we get one person that does this, says, oh, do this for the wrestling ring, and we pick both of those topics, we can't really give both of you the poster. So, whoever the lucky some bitch will be, give us two topics, one for the wrestling ring and one for the comic shop, and tell me what you think about my super white face right now. And you'll get a heart reaction to something. And you'll get this poster. You will get this poster that was only exclusive at Boston Comic Con 2019. 80 years of Batman. And uh, Dave and I will sign something cool and give you a personal little to-do. And we'll have Marcadius just blow on it. Best thing he said all day. (laughs) But on that note, we're out of here, right? Yep. All right. Thanks for checking us out.